a Shishkin Productions podcast. There's a gas shortage and a Polynesian sauce shortage. That's awful. This country is ghetto. How do you have a gas shortage and a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage? Here is the Group Text Podcast. We're back. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. Yo, and uh, you know, it's been a week uh, since since you've heard us. And I don't know, a lot has gone on. We we ran a poll on the on the Instagram while we were gone to maybe decide what will be the new uh, summer accessory for me. And actually nothing won. It ended in a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took it upon myself to to break the tie. And as it turns out, uh, drum roll. <laughs> Anyone can hear that? Probably not. But <laughs> I went with the nose ring. It's in. It happened. Team nose ring. I told you. I'm team nose ring now. I feel like a new man. It suits you. Whenever I got it, the woman was like, she was like, damn, she was like, it looks like you just always had this. <laughs> right. Uh, I always because like I have I feel like I have a weird nose anyway. Yeah, that Hickman nose. I got that Hickman nose. Yeah, that's our <laughs> <laughs> that, that's our uh, our one of our sides of our family, but or at least the side that we're all related on. But. I never noticed that the shape of my nose is actually a little bit different on each side of it. And there is like the side that I got the nose ring on. It had like this little indention that looked like it was made to have a like a nose (laughs) ring in it. I swear. Like you never know how big your nose is until you see it on Zoom. Yeah, you look. Lauren, you would look cute with a nose ring. I think everybody, all of us, would look cute with a nose ring. Y'all join me. Well, Tia's already on board. Chris was on board at one point. Cows in. I might later this year. Mm, You could get like a little tiny one. It'd be so cute. We'll see. I got the smallest one. I was like, I want the smallest gauge or whatever they call it, and I had to get real gold. So. How do you blow your nose with a nose ring? Because that's the one thing. It's like it's like allergy season. And so, now I gotta be blowing my nose. You know, when we were little and mom taught us how to blow our nose and like you have to hold one side down. Yeah. That's so you, you have do to it. do that very carefully. And then, I mean, you'd kind of like get snotty a little bit. You wipe it and then you can like twirl the toilet paper. <laughs> Or you can get a Q-tip. Q-tips are going to be your best friend for the next six months. Trust. Yeah. See, I need to get a Q-tip because like now I just have to remember to because like you don't realize how much you actually just inadvertently hit your nose or your face until you, <laughs> until you got something sticking in Wait it. Wait till you forget you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have a nose. Trust. I've like gotten it caught on things and Mine's never like come out because I always like when I first got my nose ring, they have like the corkscrew one. So like that one never came out. But the one I have in there now is like it has a back to it. So it's definitely not coming. This is my favorite one. I got this one in New York. Word. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of did do that once, but it wasn't like bad. 
And they were saying, you know, make sure that you don't hit it or bump it because skin will try to attach to it and all this stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I've, I've just heard of the dreaded like bump that people get when they get a, a nose ring sometimes. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, I think we're good because we, um, like we have sensitive skin. So like like when I got my eyebrow pierced at 19, I didn't get real gold. So it never healed. And like my eye brow like basically fell mm. off where it was at mm. I, went <laughs> it was with the, I went with the with the diamond stud and classic 14 karat gold or something i don't know but you know i'll post a pic so people can see it or the video the video is pretty good i i shed yeah one, me and mom watched it we were like <laughs> i shed one single thug tear one thug yeah you tear. can't help it it's like getting um, your eyebrows waxed yeah, but uh, you know, shout out to everyone who voted. Uh it was, you know, we'll see we'll see how the summer goes now. It's it's off to a good start. You know who else had a good start to their late spring and summer? <laughs> <laughs> Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block and and our boy Ben Affleck, they're back. Uh, Oh, Shout out back. to my coworker who totally laughed at us talking. And he was like, Y'all talking about crack again? Like at the end of the episode, he texted me. He was like, Y'all talking about crack again? Shout, Shout out to Marcus. Uh, it's funny because I wanted to talk about this last week because I remember there was like some rumblings about them being back together or something. But it, they spent the week together. It, what were they doing? Yeah, what did they say they were? Montana? They went to Montana, Big Sky. You know, that's like the new place or whatever. Ain't that where Kanye was hanging out at or where he lives now or something? I, I think, think so. Wyoming, right? But it wasn't it. Oh, Wyoming? oh no, it was Montana. But they go. They used to go. I watch every episode of the Kardashians. They used to go to Montana as well. Uh, I don't know. Big Sky is supposed to be beautiful. I know. I want to go there. Um... <laughs> Can someone I mean, tell me what is so appealing about Ben Affleck? Ben what Affleck is, is cute. I'm not going to like he's a handsome guy, but he always looks like he just came off a bender like in, in his like paparazzi pics. In movies, he looks good, but I feel like he seems like he would be fun to like hang out with. Like, I'm yeah, like he's like, he's, really like he'll, he's kind of got like a bad boy vibe. In like yeah. a like in like a weird like refined way. He's like a refined bad boy. He's like a bad boy, but you know he's got a job and a car. Y'all watch exactly. Him <laughs> watch what? I said y'all watch him in Batman. He shouldn't. Absolutely not. That's the only Batman I would never watch. Yeah, I can't yeah. see him as Batman. And I'm st- I stand for Batman movies, but I can't watch that. No, nah, that shit was trash. He was trash. Yeah. He was trash in Daredevil. Uh, I mean, their movie they did a, together was trash. Gigli or Jiggly or however you said Gigli, it. If he's not yeah. playing a guy from Boston, it's pretty much <laughs> trash. I don't want to see it <laughs> for the most part. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm over J Lo. I'm over Ben Affleck. Like I'm over all of them. So <laughs> it just it just doesn't matter to me. I wouldn't date J Lo. I wouldn't date Ben Affleck. So there we go for me. <laughs> I, I'm not ever. I'm I'm never going to be over JLo because if if I were single and she was hollering at me, I mean, at least I would know what I was getting myself into. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, 
Probably not going to last for a season. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah, I mean, but hell, I mean, Ben Affleck, he's been on a pretty good run because he, he was with Anna de Armas before this. She was like the I don't know if you saw like the new Blade Runner movie. She was in that. She was in Knives Out. She's pretty. She is very much on point. No idea who that is. Uh, she's on point. She's pretty. Yeah, I think she's Brazilian, I believe. I could totally be wrong. Yeah, um, she's... I'll have to look up where... Oh, wait, she's Cuban. She's Cuban. Mm. Uh, but very much on point. But I don't... I mean, J-Lo... I mean, we talked about this. Uh, you know... Why did they break up in the first place? Who? A-Rod? Oh, oh, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I never got the... I don't that. remember. I don't know if they... I think like, yeah, they were engaged, but I feel like that was like right when J-Lo was kind of having like doing a whole lot of movies and maybe it was just not good. I know like I remember like when they were dating, it felt like that may have been like one of the best relationships that she's been in. But what was this like 2008 ish, nine ish? I don't even know at this point. I don't know, man. I I gotta be done. Like I just don't give a fuck about J Lo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I want to see what's gonna happen. I want to see what's gonna happen. You know, and does he still know. have the ring? Does he still have her Ooh. engagement ring? Because that was a beautiful ring. Damn, y'all remember the ring? I- Hell yeah, that shit was like well known. It's like. It was like oh. a rare pink ice diamond. I wonder I if she still has it. That. No, yeah. she gave it back. That's I why I said, I wonder if he still has it. And they said that he was writing her love letter since February. I don't know how they be knowing this shit. Like, I don't even believe that part. I know. I wouldn't day. believe they were together unless they unless we didn't see those pictures. Because I, was, I would be like. He was writing her letter since February. When did her and A-Rod break up? Like two weeks ago? Well, in February is when her and A-Rod, remember they like separated or whatever, and then they got um, back together. So they were saying when she was in the Dominican Republic, he was writing her letters. But I'm like, how do y'all know this? And who <laughs> their people are not going to let them let that get, get out there, even if that's true. I have one thing. If you give me an engagement ring, I am not giving it back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look at Colin when you said that? Yeah, he's literally <laughs> he's not making eye contact. <laughs> now, as the uh, resident celebrity astrologer here, I do have to report on on That's their astrological chemistry. And you know what's interesting is that they both have the same. Sun and moon. they're like they're both Leos with Scorpio moons, which is interesting to me. I they're don't both know. Leos? They're both Leos. So their birthdays are like three weeks apart. They're both like on the cusp. Like uh, uh, J-Lo is barely a Leo. And then Ben Affleck, you know, those August Leos, you got to watch out for them. Um <laughs> I don't know what her rising sign is. I can't see. It's not saying. So maybe they like don't know what time she was born or something, maybe. Um, or someone will probably be yelling at me like, no, this is how you find it. But I, I can't see her rising sign. But <clears throat> I can tell you that his rising sign is cancer. So 
Uh, damn, he's got a lot of Gemini and Aquarius in his chart, so he's a lot of air. Mm-hmm. They both wait. Are these yo? Their charts are really crazy similar. Oh, you know why? Uh, okay, no, I was gonna say were they born the same year, but he's three years younger. But their charts are very similar, so maybe they really understand each other because they're just alike. So yeah, they're both yeah. A Rod is a Leo too, though. I'd look this up. He's a Leo too. So well, apparently he's pissed. I mean, good. <laughs> yeah, they said he's like shocked that they were been that they've been talking. But see, since February, he just kind of reminds me, and like people are probably gonna beat me up those. But he kind of reminds me of like the dumb jock who like can't believe it that this is happening. Like, yeah, I get uh, that vibe. Uh, and what's the spoof movie of um, not another teen movie? <laughs> he strikes me as like the dude who's playing the guy from varsity blues yeah uh kind of um but... i have zero sympathy for him considering the fact that like before they broke up there are all these rumors about him dating a uh or not dating but he at least slid in the dms and requested nudes and like facetime with this bravo girl right yeah right who I'm assuming so, wasn't up to JLo standards. Break his heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, Madison is beautiful, but like, she, I mean, like JLo is like on a whole nother planet. Period. Does JLo have so, kids with Mark Antony? Like, did they have? Yeah, they together? have twins. OK, OK, because they look <clears throat> they look so much like Mark Antony. I wasn't even sure if they were her kids. But she had it's like Mark Anthony, not Mark. <laughs> Uh, he's not from it? the oh, Mark. He's, okay, he's, <laughs> he's not Julius Caesar or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Just, I, sorry, but yeah, no, no, yeah, and I, I always thought she would go back to Mark Anthony. I feel like, but I feel like he was controlling. I mean, she has though. That's the huh? thing. I mean, she has. I mean, that's what she. That's where she was before she went to a Rod, right? Oh, she was with Mark Anthony. I don't. I, I don't thought know. she was with Mark Anthony. She, they were together. Then they broke up. And then they got back together. Right? Didn't her Mark Anthony have? Like, no, he was married. He been married. I don't think he's married now. But he's he was married like or with somebody else. So I don't think they after they got divorced. I don't think they got back together. But they did stuff together. They have businesses and like they did a sh- dance show or a singing show together. Like uh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, I think it's because they're good friends, people think. And they may should. I mean, maybe that is his wife. Because it seemed like they were back together or something for a while. Like all they did was they were hanging out for a while. I'm pretty sure like he hung out with them and when she was dating a rod too but i don't necessarily and when she was hanging out with dating the um dancer hmm. yeah well i did find her rising sign and it is leo so you know interesting <laughs> i uh i mean whatever oh. they'll probably have a fun summer though oh yeah <laughs> i'm the only one that don't get the hype about j-lo anymore i guess which is fine i'll stay on this hill give me a knee alone or somebody i don't okay that reminds me though that i am still recovering uh from that picture that rihanna posted yesterday god yeah yeah i mean it's two different categories rihanna's still young she's on another planet too yeah like j-lo got her own planet 
uh, Rihanna got her own planet. You know, Angela Bassett, she got her own universe. Does J Lo have her own planet? To I'm, me, she does. I'm, I'm sorry, J Lo is fifty. She's fifty. Her body is sick. She can dance. She's beautiful. Now she cannot sing, but <laughs> she's talented for the most part because she gets by. But I'm sorry, I'm I'm never. I can't hate on that. Yeah. I agree with Tia. I just don't she's know a, if there's much to big. She's though. an icon. Yeah, she's a legend. Even though she's not good at anything, she's not a good singer. I'm gonna say, yeah, that's fair. She can be a legend. That's yeah. I don't really see like outside of like her just being absolutely stunning and gorgeous. I I don't I don't see the height. I don't see the talent. But that's just me. She she's a performer. Yeah, she's a performer. I feel like she had a you know she had a little long running career. Long running career. I mean, off the strength of the Selena movie alone. I mean, yeah, I'll give her that's, and that's pretty much where it stops for me. <laughs> Damn, that I don't like, know. That was like I told y'all enough <laughs> is my movie. I watched it the other day because it was on. Um, Lauren said Made in Manhattan. That was a good one, and the wedding plan. Like her first couple, like her romantic comedies are kind of good. But then, like, when she tried to be, like, action and stuff like that, like, it's not good. Like, I don't I can, even, pull, I can pull you off the street and put you in Made in Manhattan. And, like, it's just yeah. cheesy-ass rom-com. But <laughs> that was her <laughs> thing then. Thing. She was yeah. killing them back then. She did <laughs> like, that. Oh. Wedding Planner, must, Monster-in-Law. Like, she was on a run. Like I believe J-Lo should have gotten and should still be awarded a Oscar for Selena. Uh, Academy Award for Selena. I do believe that. And yeah. I'm going to die on that hill until forever. I don't think but it I'm was also going to die on the hill is. Man, what are we doing? Like Jenny from the block? Like, come on. What was that the song <laughs> A-Rod was in? No, that's, that's the one A-Rod. Ben Affleck was, was in. in. Like, I mean, that's just corny. That's my shit. Is what a, song was that? Uh, all my, all love, my love is all, all I have. Your love is what you have, baby girl. I'm what you have. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, and I'm. Uh, I know I shouldn't listen to "I'm Real" because that's when she said the N word, but that's my shit too. I like <laughs> a lot Ashanti of J Lo songs. Who wrote the one with? I know Ashanti wrote "I'm Real," but who wrote the one with? Um, Ashanti wrote "I'm Real." Yeah, she did. Yeah. Who wrote the one with uh, LL Cool J? I don't know. It kind of sounded like Ashanti, too. Yeah. I didn't know she wrote songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not either. Oh, boy. I don't know. J-Lo, I mean, good for her and Ben. Um, I don't see this one lasting. Um, but... I, mean, I hope they enjoy their summer. Their hot vet summer. Damn, Selena really didn't get. I was trying to find to see if Selena the movie got any sort of like noms Oscar wise, but it's like a cult classic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because they for all I know, like because I remember the movie being good, but uh, that was ninety seven. I feel like that was mm, that was around I, what would have been ninety seven. I don't know. Titanic was before that. But anyway, good for J-Lo, good for 
Ben Affleck, Benifer, whatever. I still don't know what people find so interesting about Ben Affleck. I will never know, like Chris said, unless he is not in a movie. If he's in a movie without that's there, he's not in Boston, then like, <clears throat> what's the appeal? I don't know. Yeah, I can't even think of that many Ben Affleck movies I've seen, to be honest, except for like The Town. And I that's mean, one that would pass the test. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel about J-Lo, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't even name anything that she could be in that would be appealing to me. She ruined the movie. Wait, she was in what was the one movie though that just got Oscar nominated like a couple of years ago that she was in? Uh, with oh, the one where she was a stripper? Yeah, with Cardi B. Hustlers. I never watched Hustlers. That. It was Hustlers. good. I, I mean, it wasn't like Academy Award, but it was entertaining. I watched yeah. it on a plane and then the plane landed before the movie ended before like the last 15 minutes. So I have no idea how the movie ended. I mean, she looks, she looks good in that. Uh, the one uh, Asian lady in there is really good. I mean, this oh, yeah. the movie at all. Uh, I prefer um, P Valley, but I didn't hate the movie at all. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, man, I just don't. I personally don't get the J-Lo hype. Give me Neil Long or somebody any day. Y'all can have J-Lo. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. We like Neil Long, too. <clears throat> we'll take them all. Don't don't pit yeah, too bad. Don't get up Neil Long like y'all do J-Lo. <laughs> yeah, but like Neil Long's like low key. Like she don't want to be out there like that. J-Lo wants attention. So we're giving it to her. The pop star. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Now, I, I'm going to need Lauren and Tia, maybe Chris. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows about this drama going on? We got you. In Atlanta. Please, please break it down for us. You want me to go, Lauren? I'll let you finish. OK, so this season on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so Portia has been on the show for a few years. Mm -hmm. She was married to Cordell Stewart, the, the football player. Y'all should know him. Mm -hmm. They got a divorce. And then she, a few years later, she got with Dennis, her baby daddy. Mm-hmm. So this season, her and Dennis are broken up because he cheated. It was just toxic. It wasn't good. But they're co-parenting. Mm -hmm. And then so randomly, this Fallon chick would be on the show like that. She's super rich. They went to her house a couple of times, but she wasn't what like they call like a friend of, friend like, of she the was show. in like two or three episodes, but not in every episode. Mm. And upon further investigation, she was just called a friend of the show to Portia because like she was literally the only person on the show that she knew. They really weren't friends. They just kind of ran in the same circle. Mm. However, fast forward to the season being over. <laughs> Portia is engaged to Fallon's ex-husband. They recently got divorced in January. They're Alleged not even divorced. They're it's not even final. divorced. Allegedly, they're settling their divorce. And allegedly, she cheated. But who knows? And now Portia says that her and Simon have been dating for a month and now they're engaged. One month. So, so Portia is the one who was engaged to Fallon's ex or not yes. ex because they're not divorced. Yep. Correct. And so how it came about was on Mother's Day, she posted a picture with 
Dennis, her baby daddy on one side, her in the middle, Simon on her other side. And she had like her hand on his chest. So everybody was in the comments like, what the hell is going on? Like literally Instagram exploded. <laughs> That's it. Like everything on my Instagram and Twitter was just like all I could yeah, see was Yeah, like me and Laura was like, <laughs> I mean, we couldn't keep up with sending each other me. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Yari, we talked about this earlier this week, and I these people like it's almost disgusting what they'll do for ratings and shit. I guess now somebody has to carry the show. I saw people saying like Portia carried the show last season, which you said was her what who slept with the bouncer season or whatever. Who slept with the um there's a stripper, oh, the stripper Bolo. That was her way of carrying the season last year. And now this season, she's carrying it by being engaged to a previous. She's going to be in the middle yeah. holding that peach, but they'll never kick can Like, so the whole, like, I mean, everybody that holds a peach is pretty much equal, but the person in the middle is like the HBIC and it's always candy. It's never going to be Portia because candy's just like a boss and like, but she getting close. What is the holding the peach? What the what is that? Is like that in name? the beginning of the show, like Georgia, like the girls in Atlanta hold a peach. The girls in and New York hold an apple. They're like full time cast members, not. Friends. Yeah, that means they full. They get paid to be on the show, basically. Right. God. They're contrived. It was to be just also crazy timing because like she had this like big scandalous season with the stripper stuff. And just when the season ends, she like announces like the finale was Sunday, right? And people started. She, when did she post this? Mother's Day was the, fight, the reunion. The last reunion was Sunday, and she posted that on Mother's Day, I think. Yeah. So like, just as the season's in, ending, and like people are like probably not going to be talking about Atlanta, she like drops this bomb that she's <laughs> engaged to, and people are speculating that she's pregnant too, right? But if she's pregnant, they've been dating longer than a month because you do not show after a month. I don't care how big you are or small you are. And I think she just got happy weight. But now there's another girl posting. She was just with him like four weeks ago. That's a month. (laughs) 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 Five weeks ago. Yeah, it was. She said she met him on March 30th. Yeah, she posted like he moves on fast. Yeah, Ferrari or something. I don't know, man. This these shows are crazy. I used to watch like the OC one long time ago, back when they had like I don't know, Joe, Vicky. Oh yeah, Joe. Joe. Yeah. So you remember Slade, her boyfriend? Yeah, that's. They said that Simon is the new Slade. Oh yeah. (laughs) Now one of the housewives is married to him. Yeah, That's one of the housewives is married to Slade. That one, you, yeah. So he's been with like multiple people on the show and he finally married one. Oh. I might say he was dating that one crazy ass lady, the blonde haired lady. Did he date Lori? Out there, Joe. I don't know. I think so. Like, yeah, I think it was Lori. How you God, I had on a housewife show. Interesting. Well, he was looking for fame. He passed himself around. I just think it's weird, like what reality TV stars will just do for just to be in the center of a story. And I get it. Uh, it's their job, the but it's like that's the worst it. job ever. <laughs> yeah, like all the times just watching like Love and Hip Hop and stuff, and just the stuff they 
just make up and have to deal with just to be in like the center of a star. I could never like, it's, it's disgusting to me. Like it's disgusting. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I watch all the housewives and everything, uh-huh. but it, it used to be like a little more real, but now that social media plays into it, they, they're getting paid to post just as much like Kim Kardashian, like all of them, like, Candy and all of them are getting paid just as much as Paris Hilton and them to post shit because they're housewives and they have millions of followers. So it's like their business, but then it's just like it does affect their lives. Like they get divorced and shit, and it's just like crazy stuff be happening. But it's like y'all are literally doing this for TV. Yeah. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's their life. They've been doing it for years. Seems exhausting to me. At the, yeah. at the very least but well i'm glad you took the reins on that one because i have no idea what's <laughs> going on but at least now i know you know but are people so are people like taking sides on this thing are people like on fallon side or are they on port like or is it just like whatever or do people just don't really care i mean i think way? people just think it's messy in general <clears throat> like yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I saw some people dragging Portia, but not like, yeah, like if you look in the comments, you can see stuff on both sides. But like, I think all in all, people are just like, bitch, what? Yeah, (laughs) that's what's like everybody's initial reaction. Like people that like like y'all sent it to me, like other people I know that don't even watch the show sent it to me. and were like, what the hell? I was like, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that seems like a seems like a violation, but. I don't know, man. It's, it's yeah, nasty. it doesn't seem real to me. Like, yeah, Portia doesn't seem genuinely happy, and like it just—I don't get a good vibe. So that's I'm pretty sure. much what I'm saying. Like in her in her um, caption, she's like, "And we are deeply in love." And I'm only some along the lines of I'm only uh, doing what makes me happy moving forward, or something like that. And I was like, "Man, this shit's so see through." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone else wrote this. It's shit. so annoying. Like, I don't, <laughs> and I hate that I even let it affect me that much just off of this dumb shit. Cause I know what it is. Like, it's reality TV is what they're going to do. They have to do it somehow, but uh, it, it's gross. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm sure it's for ratings at the end of the day. Cause if, you oh, were, yeah. Andy probably flew the crew down there that day. Yeah. I'm gonna say, then they have a whole season about somebody lying on candy about date raping somebody. Portia. Oh, Portia. Yeah, see. <laughs> see. <Yeah>. see. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she stays on the show. She creates drama. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That makes sense now. So yeah. this isn't. I don't know. This I isn't know. as low as she can go. So we get it. <laughs> right. Speaking of ratings, Golden Globes, I guess are done next year. Uh, Because, see, they said they're canceling them because they aren't doing enough for diversity, I guess. But like I wanted to do a lot more research into like, okay, well, NBC is. um, I think they lied. Well, this is one thing I heard today. There's 87, 87 members of the Academy and none are black. 
zero. Yeah. Well, not the Academy. Well, this is like the foreign, or whatever it is, the whatever the foreign Hollywood press foreign press. Yeah. 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 I think they lied. Um, and well, yeah, I think they lied by omitting for the most part. Kind of what we had that conversation before. But, but I read uh, this. I read some article last week that basically said that the Golden Globes is pretty much like pay to get awards and like all the all this shit behind the scenes more so than i guess and probably most other award shows i think they all have like some sort of agenda but this one in particular was like you know because what was the one show that was really bad emily in paris was supposed to be like terrible but it somehow got nominated for like all these golden globes and people were like really pissed this year and then there yeah because it got thing. um and i may destroy you did not get nominated like how? right right because they were saying it's like all right well it's because it's pay to play type of thing or whatever. Um, I don't know. To me, it, it just feels like a smoke signal that NBC is like, all right, we're going to cancel this show because and then say, well, you guys are doing enough for diversity or whatever. But it's just but then it's like at the end of the day, like what is NBC actually doing elsewhere? That's not the Golden Globes. You know what I'm saying? So, the yeah, whole I thing feel like we can. That's yeah, that's one of those things you can pick and pick from and choose from with damn near anything. Yeah. Uh, if that, if that means if that's the standard that we're going to go from, then you're going to have to hold that up to damn near, which is fair. You have to hold that up to damn near every company that you're dealing with on a daily basis uh, because they're all um, what's the performative activism. I don't even think this is performative activism in a sense. I think this is actually pretty, um, pretty decent in yeah. a sense that. Golden Globes said they're going to work on their diversity or whatever. Uh, from the articles that I read, there, there's been conversations about uh, bringing more people on the board or whatever. And they have 87 people, as you said, in the Hollywood foreign press or whatever. And they just released recently that zero people of color. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think before, and I might have read that wrong, but I think before they had mentioned that they were dedicated to improving their uh, numbers in that regards. And then they just released this information now that um, they have have done nothing, essentially. So I actually applaud NBC for that. And then I read something about the NBC CEO, who's also like, I read some mixed stuff about him, but this is all Wikipedia. But what I read basically was he's dedicated and he was hired for the most part to uh, diversify NBC in a general in a general sense to make sure that uh, that diversity numbers come up within the company of NBC. So I think that's one of those things that's very important to him uh, in a sense. So I don't necessarily know how true that is but yeah uh, i can see why they would cancel the golden yeah. globes nobody's watching that shit anyway so you have to also throw that into that's like my thing was like i feel like the ratings were low it seemed like there was some other shit that was happening that and and they were it just seemed to be like an easy win for them and like like chris said it's like so egregious that like they weren't doing it was like an easy thing it's like no one can be like oh this is just the publicity thing maybe because of what they were doing was so egregiously bad and they weren't doing anything to fix it but i think there was like so much other shit about people paying for awards and that kind of stuff that yeah. that was probably gonna come out anyway and they were like fuck this like let's just scrap it 
This is one of those things where I'm just like, man, who the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, not not about the good, yeah, like, not about in general. I just think it's weird that I get when you're an actor or whatever. I feel like to me, winning something like cons or like one of those film festivals would kind of be more important than actually getting an award from the fucking Golden Globes. But yeah, yeah. I, I haven't made shit, so yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure as far as like awards go, the Golden Globes is like is in the toilet when it comes to uh, I, how people actually care about a Golden Globe. Apparently, it's just a, a thing where people get really drunk to get drunk at and go to and just don't ever really care about the awards. And I think that's like a, a known thing in Hollywood. But I guess the way they market it and put it on TV, you would think it's super important. But but apparently, yeah. The people in Hollywood know it's not. Um. Oh man, I'm looking at this rundown. Are we ready to talk? <laughs> Who wants to talk about? Uh. Oh my goodness, our boy. So I talking. can't even say our boy. Like, let me scrap that one. Uh. But uh, everyone. I feel like people. Most people know who fucking Doctor Umar is. I had literally never heard of this other dude, Kevin Samuels. I had never heard of him until yesterday. He's one of those people that they share on like the shade room because he literally like <laughs> gets on live with women and they ask him questions and he says like bullshit degrading. Like I don't I don't watch I didn't I haven't watched any of his videos, but I went to his page and every single caption is why do women do this? Why are women this? It was like literally every single caption. I'm like, you're a man. Why are you worrying about what the hell are we doing? <laughs> why are black men shit that's what you need to be worrying about <laughs> like come on uh, look, but I, I don't get why they're comparing him to Dr. Umar because like Dr. Umar like literally just hates white people and like this Kevin Samuels dude is just a piece of shit towards women from what I could tell from the surface yeah the only yeah. video I saw, I think, is you sent his like top five most. What did it, what would it say? Like top five most. Uh, damn, what's the word that I don't know? It was like top five most toxic moments. Is what it looked to me with Kevin Sanders. Let me find this one because I need y'all to know what this caption did to me. It pissed me off. Yeah, Where I guess I'll read. It? Hold on to you. I'm gonna read. So Dr. Umar and Kevin Samuels are essentially beefing. And it's essentially mm. because Dr. Umar says there's a growing beta male YouTubian community that is creating a sector <laughs> dedicated to slandering and criticizing black women who don't emulate Eurocentric standards of beauty and success. Unfortunately, many sisters have become prey for these coons due to an unconscious need for male <laughs> validation. <laughs> black women, <laughs> you don't need a man to validate your worth. And he's pretty much just sending shots at uh, Kevin Samuels yeah. because that's what and Joe Budden, but that's what Kevin Samuels uh, does for the most part. Is just he is just an ass. Ash women. <laughs> he'll like, for instance, he'll always ask, um, "How old are you? How tall are you? What's your weight?" Like he called to one yeah. girl, like Emmett Smith. Uh, like an NFL running back. 
Uh, and oh my God. Yo, Whatever. this is what it is. This is the caption that really pissed me off. What do you think your sexual market value is? Ladies, what do you think your sexual marketplace value is? Meaning rate your face one to 10. Talking about no using seven. What the hell? And body one to 10. Add together, then divide by two. What? No, no using seven? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about eight face plus nine body equals 17 divided by two equals 8.5. What are you talking about? <laughs> Your sexual marketplace value? Does this dude have like an actual day job that he does or is his like he's job... an influencer? He's an influencer. And a lifestyle coach. A That's what his Instagram bag. says. He's a what, Lauren? <laughs> a trash bag. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just. Oh. Are and like are people uh like did that him and Dr. Umar like debate are people like they should like why are people talking about both of them? Yeah, I mean Chris just read the quote that he uh yeah, because Dr. Umar pretty much said it's the same for being a sexist asshole. Yeah, pretty much. And it's not all the time that you can agree with Dr. Umar. Uh he's a little he is eccentric sometimes, but he also makes good points. And I'm a big fan of giving people the credit they deserve. Um, <laughs> he made good points. Like, um, I don't I think when you look at like the Kevin Samuels and even the Dr. Umar's is like if they're comedians, um, then you probably wouldn't have this much of a like vitriol reaction but i think for the most part they're being dead serious uh kevin samuels i mean it's hard i mean the guy's just just stupid i like he just thinks he's i hate people like that for the most part because he just thinks he's like god's gift to this earth or whatever and yeah maybe i don't know he maybe makes some good points i enjoy watching his videos because i think they're hilarious that's a toxic trait of mine dr umar kevin samuels uh, Kevin Samuels. I, okay. <laughs> I went, I only saw the snippets of him and I was thinking in my mind, like, there's no way this man has ever said anything smart or that made sense. Yeah. I just think it, I, I watch it because I mean, there's women that are still subjecting themselves to it, which I think for them, there's probably more of, uh, just jokes too. So <laughs> yeah, like I don't get why these women call him and ask him anything other than, like just wanting to be on yeah i don't get it clout and just to get roasted because some people <laughs> yeah like i would never <laughs> want to be like, degraded uh, like that like why would you call into like rude jude like yeah. exactly kind of thing? okay yeah that's what i so i watch it because i do think for the sometimes it's funny i think he's toxic and an asshole but uh, Kevin Samuel, I think it's funny. And there's women that continue to call in for some odd reason. I mean, we're the, he's only famous or he's only popping because people continue to call in. Exactly. <laughs> like if they just stop calling in, he has nothing to offer. There's same my point with like Tommy Loren, I guess. But if he, people just stop entertaining him, then, then he would go, he'll away. just go away. But yeah. until they stop, it's enjoyable to watch. But as far as like Dr. Umar, like Tia said, Dr. Umar's issue is really for the most part with white people. 
um, which I can agree on 90% of the time, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> but he also is kind of ridiculous for the, he's also like extremely ridiculous. Like he is the Alex Jones for black people. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dr. Wait, Dr. Umar is the Alex Jones. Yeah. Kind of is. He kind of is. I, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. In conclusion, actually, I don't know if both of them ever got on a, any kind of debate stage, something. I honestly, I don't, I feel like Kevin Sam's would be like, all right, let's do it. I don't think Dr. Umar would ever do it. He would never give him. Dr. Umar is one <laughs> thing about Dr. Umar is he's never, um, diminishing his brand or diminishing his voice in a sense because he honestly he honestly believes what he's saying for the most part like he has like i mean a lot of ignorant people believe what they're saying yeah but if you listen to like his breakfast club interview and his ideals have grown over the years I don't think what he's saying is that ignorant. If you actually listen to his breakfast club interviews, it's like probably it's his all, delivery. Yeah. It's all fun and jokes because people cut up certain snippets and put them on uh TikTok, And that's all hilarious, but he makes good. He makes good points on uh, the breakfast club interview that he had. He's like, he said, if Micaiah Bryant was white, she wouldn't have been shot. I completely agree with that. I don't care if she has a knife or not. There's no way she would have been shot five times in the back if Makaya Bryant was white. All right. Yeah. She yeah. I mean, he he will like make points, but sometimes he just says the most. What was his uh ADHD uh uh thing that he said? I can't remember what his like <laughs> I can't remember what it was that he said. But he has like some funny something when the woman walked by. I don't know. He he has some good one liners in there, but uh, it's hard. It's just like really hard for me to take him serious, especially like the only context that I ever get from him is like you said, like chopped up videos or just like a one or like a 30 second video that is just like really funny to me because he just makes something up on the fly. That's just funny. It's not something that I would ever sit down and be like, all right, I got to get my. I gotta get my word from Dr. Umar today. Right. Oh, no, definitely not. But <laughs> definitely not. But I don't think it's like if you listen to if you watch the interview with him and Charlemagne, uh, which super toxic interview, just by the name. <laughs> but they actually <laughs> I don't think he said anything too crazy on like his like we talked about his comment about um Joe Biden uh, passing the bill within oh, yeah, 24 yeah. to 48 hours for AAPI, which we love. Thank you for doing that. And we still can't get the George Floyd policing uh, bill passed. So we still can't get an anti-lynching bill passed. But he did an executive or actually, I don't even think there was an executive order, but the Senate passed the anti-Asian hate bill 96 to one. So I think he makes good points when he calls that stuff out. 
Yeah. Right. Now he goes on and says that it's uh, the reason they're doing this, the reason why we have Kamala Harris as vice president is just so America can strengthen their ties with India, who's the tech giant of the world. And we're <laughs> passing the yeah, we're passing uh, the AA, the anti-Asian hate bill just because uh, we want to, we don't want, he says something along the lines of America has an issue or America can't afford for China and Russia to um, combine forces. So we're uh, passing and bigging up the anti or bigging up the Asian Americans just because um, or passing that bill just so we can have better relations with uh, the Asian countries or the continent of Asia. I don't believe any of that shit. I think that's just, yeah. just I think that's a reach. I think yeah. that shit is a reach. <laughs> yeah. I also think when he says that, like I said, Makai Bryant wouldn't have been shot if she was white. I believe that. Uh, I believe when he says that I mean, because it's just facts that they've been trying to pass over hundreds of anti-lynching bills in the history of this country, and they've never been able to get it passed. We right. can't like policing reform. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I just think it's some things you can take away, some things you can't. I feel like that's with everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't think we'll ever see them on a debate stage, but I'm sure it'll be a lot of a lot of ignorance and and with some sprinkles of, of facts sprinkled in there you'd be like oh yeah that was a good point but uh i guess it would be entertainment yeah yep. i don't think kevin yeah. samuels puts out any facts everything is his opinion yeah true all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back and uh you know talk about some of the other random shit that's going on uh, this week. So hold with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Lexi, let me ask you. Mm. You make a mean cocktail or no? I'm pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua and it was way too sweet and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Barman. Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Barman. Oh, so you can just like shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to wanderingbarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Barman. Yeah, Wandering Barman. Ear... We're back, um, and there is a crisis in America, and <laughs> people are really upset and worried that uh, they cannot get their Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, I thought you were talking about the gas. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's now a there's a gas shortage and a Polynesian sauce shortage. That's awful. What is happening? Polynesian. Yeah, this that's that's country. That's not fake. This country that's the what? Ghetto. <laughs> what did you say? I said this country is ghetto. <laughs> I guess. 
How do you have a gas shortage and a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage? Didn't you say that they told you that to get sauce, Chris, you had to get nuggets? You couldn't get a sandwich? No, I I ordered. So, I, you know, you go online and you do the or you go to your app and you order from the <laughs> app. I order. I put in my entree which is the grilled chicken sandwich. And usually they allow you to get like two or three sauces because I used to get like two or three and just save them up. But um, you're the reason for the <laughs> Right, girl, I got but, um, my chicken to give you me like five. In, yeah, but today, when, yesterday when I went in and put in the chicken sandwich, it already had maxed out on the sauces. You know, you type in or you put in the sauces you want. Then it says max for the amount. Once yeah. you put in they like ma- they max you out at zero, they max <laughs> you out at zero. And then I went and I ordered got French fries. And they allowed me to get one sauce with the French fry and then it maxed you out. Uh, so I was like, fuck, well, I'm going to need sauce for my sandwich. So then I went and ordered chicken tenders. And they allowed me to get one sauce with like the chicken tenders. And then I just so happened to find sauces that I had stored away. Here. <laughs> you know, they um, they sell it in the grocery store. You can buy like the full size. Like I have a yeah. full size of Polynesian. Me and mom figured out how to make Polynesian sauce during quarantine. Yeah, so. I was about to say, when I went home, mom had like a homemade <laughs> jar of, cor- of uh, Polynesian sauce. Yeah. It's like, damn. Is it just sweet and sour sauce? Nah, it tastes mm. like real vinegary to me. I forgot it has vinegar in it and maybe ketchup and so I forgot what, how we made it, but yeah. Yeah, I was I was killing that. It was mm. pretty good. It's I didn't good. Even, I didn't even know that there was a gas shortage because I don't drive here. So I I did not even know that. And I saw people kind of posting about it somewhat, but <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, are really are pissing me off about this. Like, <laughs> well, they said the reason there's people. a shortage is because everybody's freaking out. There's literally not really a shortage, but everybody's freaking out. And people are like dying in India and y'all are mad because you have to wait behind a few cars to get gas. <laughs> right. Shut the fuck out. But you know how dumb people are? They said they had to tell people to not put gas in, in um, trash bags. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but i guess they also had to tell people to not drink bleach to cure covid so america is stupid yeah i mean america is dumb i mean yeah but we damn an, we got put gas in a trash bag <laughs> it's the same people who are the anti-maskers getting masked up to save themselves from us who are vax i mean you're talking about the same people <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there, there is definitely uh if you put like a Venn diagram of all those people there <laughs> all in that little center part. I did see this where people the anti-maskers now apparently are wearing masks to protect them from the people who have been vaccinated. Uh, Dumb. I <laughs> so you wouldn't wear it to protect yourself from a known deadly virus. I'm not going to get the virus because I've had both my vaccines, y'all. And even if we do, we're not even going to get sick. I'm claiming it. But you're going to wear a mask. But then it's like, how do you know if people have been vaccinated or not? Like, that's why I I will continue to probably wear my mask at work. Right. Because I'm around a lot of people at work. So 
I don't care how if I get four vaccines, I'm probably still going to wear one to work because I don't trust people and I don't know them. But when I'm around my family or friends or things like that, I'm not going to wear a mask. But see, I feel like this is their excuse now to actually wear a mask because they're like, oh, shit, like most people are going to be vaccinated. I am not anymore, which means I am actually susceptible to this. So I better start wearing a mask. And this is like the best excuse they could come up with to wear a mask. You're giving them way too much credit. I don't understand like what they think they're going to catch from vaccinated people. Like a mask protects you from like airborne particles. Like, do they think we're breathing out vaccines? Like what? What? What, You can't make sense out of nonsense. If that was the case, the numbers would have skyrocketed after every this asinine to even think about because it was like it's not even possible. But if it was. Everybody would be sick right now because a lot of people are vaccinated. Right. Um, It makes no sense. The (laughs) mental gymnast. You know what? I thought I would have used this. Uh, I thought I would have used this sound clip in in the segment before the break. But (laughs) that is what I feel like whenever I saw this. Like, yo, what? are you doing what are you talking about exactly it's just hard to wrap your head around stupidity man like it it frustrates me this is like (laughs) i I don't know this is one reason why i just stopped watching the news as much as i possibly can because cnn uh, hit you across the head with rick santorum like it ain't nothing so you got to listen to that (laughs) msnbc they won't bring in anybody that ignorant thank god but Mm -mm. cnn i have you listening to fucking ben ferguson or whatever (laughs) dude's name is just most ridiculous shit like they'll bring on Rand paul to do uh, I don't know, man. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Like, I don't know. We talk, kind of talked about that Rand Paul, Dr. Fauci thing, right? Yeah. When we didn't was, talk uh, about it. It just happened. He was saying that, or just quick. So he was saying that Dr. Fauci supported something. And Dr. Fauci was like, but I don't. Like, we do not support this. And Rand Paul was like, well. Oh, he said they supported the Wuhan Institute that he thinks created the coronavirus or whatever. Yeah. And Dr. Fauci was like, we don't support this. And then Rand Paul would be like, well, knowing that you support this, <laughs> I was just watching. No, Dr. Fauci want to beat his ass. Like, I know. I, know I was just that. watching the video. I was like, man, this, these are elected officials. These are people that we have put in the office. These are people, or not us, because I don't live in Kentucky. Rand Paul can go fuck himself. But these are people that Americans have put in the office and they're so dishonest. Like, it is disgusting to watch. Yeah, that's why they kicked Liz Cheney out. That's exactly. She tells the truth. (laughs) And she tells the truth about one thing. She's been full of shit for. (laughs) Yeah, she voted with Trump 80% of the time. Like, she does. She believes in his dumbass values, but he's a liar and she's not going to say he's not a liar. Her number, her thing was that they uh, they needed to stop the stole the election talk, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's saying that the election wasn't stolen and implying that it was stolen. Um, 
And she also said something about January 6th too, right? Like she was basically like, after that, we should like disassociate from him. Yeah. Yeah. Which Which if that's sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I was just gonna say if that's like problematic to say, what does that say about the Republican Party? Right. It says everything. I mean, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it says says everything about them. Like they are beholden to, I mean, you're talking about the same people who had a golden Trump statue <laughs> just rolled through uh, yeah. like APAC meeting or whatever that was. Whatever. Wait, what was this? When they had, they had like a meeting like of all the Republicans somewhere in like Florida or somewhere like that. And they had like a golden statue of Trump that they were like. I think like, it was APAC. CPAC or one of the CPAC. That's what it was. It was CPAC. Conservative Political Action Committee, and they rolled like a golden statue of Trump. This was after he lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. And after January 6th. (laughs) I believe. Oh my God. I don't get it. Like I I would I told mom this weekend, I was like, damn, like we didn't go this hard for Obama. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not. Okay, like he was our president, he was great, but we don't like hang on his every word. Like, it's nice that he makes statements and stuff when things happen because he was a former president. But like, we, like they, I, I don't, they are just, mm, I don't get it. I, there's a girl that I used to work with um, in Atlanta, and like her Facebook posts are so insane. And today, today she hit like, um, damn, I, I don't think I can say this, but because we're not, this is kind of a good, this is a good way to bring this up because I feel like there is something going on that we're not going to talk about because we like are probably not, I think we all probably have a way that we feel about it, but we want to bring someone on who can like talk more intelligently about it than we can. But she had like just randomly updated her, her Facebook picture with, uh, and I know she is not from this place. I know this for a fact. Cause I have like met her family and so forth. Like I know like her background and stuff, but she's like randomly like posted a new Facebook picture today with, um, Ah, this is going to be with just like the flag with like an Israeli flag. This person is from bumfuck Georgia. Wow. And she probably don't like she's probably doesn't know what the hell is going on just as much as we don't. I'm telling you, if if I just showed you all the race of all the rest of her. See, I almost said racist. If I just all the, all the rest of her, all the rest of her Facebook posts like you would be like. It's just it's so wild to me. It's so wild. Like they just like really grasping at anything they can sometimes to just like let you know that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, if Meghan McCain is on one side, I'm (laughs) like, I don't care what the issue is. But no, she's again, she's I don't know about that situation, but like she's not feeling what the Republicans are doing to um, Liz Cheney. Like, she went off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, but I will never defend her because she gets so I do watch The View. I tape it. 
she gets on my everlasting nerve. I never <laughs> agree with her. Uh, yeah, I, I I just use her as an as an example. I don't know what her view is on the list Cheney thing. Her thing is she hates Trump too, so she has. Mm-hmm. Um, she but has she says family. she feel like she doesn't. Her and women like her don't have a place in the Republican Party because she's basically like Liz Cheney, and they don't believe the big lie, and they feel like they don't have a place in the party. I was basically what she was on TV. <laughs> I know she is just. It would be fine if she wasn't so damn miserable. She's just so negative every day. It's just like, oh. See, I don't. Yeah, I don't watch because what is she on? Is the it, View. The View. Yeah. It was so pleasant when she was out on maternity leave last year. Like, I actually enjoyed the show. <laughs> I started watching it in quarantine. And then, like, when I had to go back to work, I just started recording. And then her ass came back after she had her baby. And I was like, damn, it was so nice when your ass was gone. Because they would have Anna Navarro on there. And I love her, even though she's a Republican. I love her. But, mm I'm not to say, is she even considered a Republican anymore? I mean, God. she's still a conservative. She just hates Trump and all those. Yeah, people. that's true. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. But I guess like, I the way she's been, I would think she was more Democratic than Van Jones, bitch. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, she hasn't said she's switching or anything. She just uh, yeah. denounces I know she started off as, Like, yeah, like you said, she mm. started off on CNN as a staunch conservative. Um, yeah. But over the Trump, oh, I guess it's just because Trump over the years, she has moved more centrist. Yeah. But see, I feel like people probably haven't moved more center than you think. It's just like Trump was so insane and far right that it feels like maybe they have, but they really haven't even moved that far. It's only yeah, when you compare it to They haven't moved, happening. but the parties moved far. Yeah. They haven't moved at all. They're still voting with Trump and voting for shit that we don't agree with but they but I feel like I've even seen her like I mean she obviously voted for Biden so that says something yeah um but I've also like socially I feel like I've seen her uh move more left like when they're talking about um pro-choice and stuff like that I know like conservatives are usually like pro-life but yeah. I feel like she's always been along those lines of like pro-choice, which I don't know. This is a random um, detour from <laughs> what we were talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I love Anna Navarro, though. I hate Meg McCain. Um, <laughs> I think Dang. what they're doing with um, I think what the Republicans are doing with Liz Cheney just pretty much let you know, like, this is a party that's gone or whatever. The when people say I'm a Reagan Republican, one, they're full of shit and know nothing about Reagan because he was super <laughs> racist too. Yeah, uh, but, but I feel like they use that as the way of saying, like, I feel like there's very similarities between Reagan and Trump, but that's yeah, for a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, anytime I hear them talk to me now, it's just, I, I don't know. 
this makes my brain hurt really more than anything. Yeah, like I really been staying from the new away from the news lately. Like I listen to like up first in the morning just to know what's going on. But like before when I was like watching CNN 24-7, like I don't be knowing what's going on unless I get a alert on my phone. That's yeah, I I don't watch I have followed the Associated Press because they'll <clears throat> they'll tweet out a headline and it's just the headline. So yeah from there then i'll figure out if i want to know more about it or not but yeah i honestly just find subjects i'm interested in which yeah i find subjects i'm interested in and then search what's the best books to learn about this (laughs) and that's pretty much what i do that is my news nowadays i don't really watch the news anymore anyway because i feel like all this shit's cyclical anyway right yeah yeah especially yeah. especially it's now just, that trump been doing shit for every five minutes like they literally have the same you can watch the news you can literally watch the news for an hour now and get everything because shit's not going crazy anymore i mean it is but not on that level same level yeah it does feel yeah i mean that is what it feels like but i mean i i would rather have it this way than like i said have to wake up every day and you know you just don't know Right, because like dealing with Trump and being in a pandemic, like I, my anxiety was on like fifty five thousand last year because of all of that shit. Now yeah. I'll have to deal with the pandemic. Now I'm vaccinated, so I'm feeling more comfortable. So I feel like carefree, not carefree, yeah. but free ish. <laughs> free ish. Yeah, we are getting closer to whatever new normal will be. I guess we'll see. Um, but. If y'all want to check us out on the socials, what are our socials? Underscore group text on Instagram and Twitter. I'll probably post a video of me getting that nose piercing so you can check it out if you want. All of our individual socials will be in the uh, they're going to be in the, the show notes for here. If you want to follow us there, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I'm forgetting. I don't think so. Uh, We try to keep this as light as possible. We do understand that there are topics that need to be talked about, but we want to make sure that we talk about stuff that we actually know about, or at least have someone on who knows more about these kinds of things, which I'm sure that we will do in the future. If you listen to some of our older podcasts, if we talk about things like gender and mental health care and all the stuff we have people who are like way smarter or just know more about it than we do so we have a much more informed discussion about it yeah we stay in our lane yeah um. <laughs> we're in the slow lane <laughs> yeah if it's, if it's about america being trash I'm we got you <laughs> yeah if this is about pop culture we're your people <laughs> Um, light politics, light politics. Yeah, I'm just not really, uh, I don't know a lot about the geopolitical world, but anyway, um, we'll have a whole I can't, I don't want to commit to that, but like I would totally commit to it at the same time, but just saying, yeah, um, it'd be cool to switch it up every once in a while, yeah, for sure. I think that would, I think that would be one of the not all the time, I think. What we're speaking to is Palestine, Israel. I think that would be a topic where you would probably want to dedicate and 
Yeah, because sometimes, like, if I'm being real, sometimes it feels trivial to talk about other things when that stuff is happening. But it's just like shit. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I do. Know, you know, what I'm saying it's like I know what I don't know, and I want to talk to people who like fucking know that shit because it's just so out of my out of my realm. Yeah, some. Yeah, I mean, it's heavy. This has affected some people's. I mean, Jewish Americans. Palestinian Americans, I'm sure uh, this has affected their lives in some way, shape, or form, uh, even though they're not even in that area of the yeah. world. I'm That's sure. It. I know people in in there, like that are over there, like right now. So it's pretty wild. But mm. um, <clears throat> again, you know, we want to talk about it the right way with with someone who who knows, but. We will catch y'all next week. Again, underscore group text, Instagram, Twitter. I feel like, uh, oh, there were two things that I was trying to do that I didn't really have time to do. One is just to like get a number so people can text us. Like they could just text like if they see something weird or whatever that maybe they would want us to talk about for whatever reason. I'm going to try to have that set up by next week where you can just like text us. Um but the other thing I was on when people are like, what's a what's like a podcast that you listen to? And they like call the people who like listen to the podcast something like like if you listen to the read, like what's your <clears throat> are they readers? If you listen to whatever <laughs> I don't podcast, think that. <laughs> like I was trying to think, it's like you can't call people groupies. That's <laughs> like group sex. You can't call them groupies. That's kind of funny, though. <clears throat> no, you got to let the Internet decide that. Yeah. yeah, that's not anything uh, we could force. Yeah, maybe that'll be a fun thing when I get the number thing set up to text. Yeah, and then they could text that to us. But I'm going to try to have that set up by next week. I just, you know, work and life have you busy. So I kind of ran out of time. What? But we're signing off for this week. We'll catch y'all next Friday. Uh, you know, stay safe. Be easy out there. Deuces. 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 See ya. A Shishkin Productions podcast.